Claremont, California. And it is 9.30 p.m. Today is Tuesday. (laughs) I laugh because I have not been keeping up with the days. And since I am back on task, so to speak, I know that today is Tuesday. So, I just wanted to make a diary note, so to speak, around an experience that I'm having under the topic of self-care. I initially thought that this class would be talking about how we should take care of ourselves. You know, self-care, like, you know, how to rest, um, how to pamper yourself, um, just techniques on how to detach yourself from situations and circumstances and people that drain you, and then things that you can do that would enliven you and enhance your life. That's what I thought that I was coming to. But that's not what it's about. And I won't go into detail. Um, But I will say that... Hmm. How should I put this? I'm still wrestling, not with the idea, but with a perspective. You know... We have ideas about things. And whatever that idea is, then we move on it. Or we don't. We'll just let it lay there. The idea will keep coming up. Or suggestion of some sort. Or an imagery related to the idea. But sometimes when an idea or a group of ideas come into our mind then we get a perspective. So that's what I'm wrestling with. I'm wrestling with a perspective. And I think it's something that everyone can benefit from. (laughs) Another laughing moment, right? Everyone like me. (laughs) I mean, like, it's not like it's a lot of people listening. But, you know, it's a diary. This is my journal. So anyone that's listening, you know, you get a chance to listen to my life story events etc etc all right back to the point um as a child i was left to do whatever i wanted to do so to speak i had chores and i had to be at home at a certain time but during the day i could go anywhere that i wanted to go and do anything that I wanted to do. So I would get into some trouble and mischief. I would get hurt. Um, But it was an adventure. As a consequence, those activities, the way that I thought and the way that I behave and the way that uh, things were at home has molded me into the person I am today. As everyone 
is molded by their experiences and thoughts and emotions. And I realized today that because of my own life, that I became very good at managing my own emotions because there was no adult to say how I should feel or what I should think. So I was able to draw my own conclusions about what I thought and what I felt based on my own experience. You know, that's powerful. It's powerful when you live a life during a time, different from this time, I'm talking about the 70s and the 60s, that you can live in a place that's relatively safe and wander in the city, in the town, and interface with people and engage in activities that sometimes were healthy and sometimes they weren't healthy. And as a result of that, you're able to draw your own conclusions. You know what that does? That makes for an independent thinker. And I realized today, while I sat in that class, silently, silently because I felt like I was being told in a subtle way that I was thinking too much (laughs) and that I should speak more from the heart. But that's the other part of it. The other part of this is that there is no separation between the heart and the brain. We have to stop doing that. That I'm speaking now and you might think that I'm being intellectual. But this is my heart speaking. My heart is speaking right now. This is, this is not my brain. This is my heart. Now, I think it would be my brain if I didn't feel the presence of my heart at this moment. So we have to be very careful about this idea of the heart and the brain's relationship and intellect and love and compassion, we have to be careful in not separating them. Though some people function in a detached way, the heart and the mind from one another. But that's not how it's supposed to be. So, I realized that though I didn't have all those wonderful things in my childhood, I did not have a closet filled with clothes. I didn't have a lineup of shoes. My hair wasn't combed every day. We ate the same thing all the time, beans and rice and cornbread. If we had any meat, that was rare. We never ate in restaurants. We never had family trips. But the ability to navigate and to be on my own allowed me to develop the capacity to think and be independent and and developed in me 
the aspirations and the courage to move out and about on this planet. I've been to different countries. I've met different people. My ego, when people talk about an ego, big ego, there is no ego for me in that sense because I know where I came from. And so when we talk about self-care, or as I think about self-care now, that it didn't end up being what I thought it was going to be for the class, when I think about it now under the instructions of the professor, I think that I am so proud of myself for being able to take care of myself through dangerous situations in some instances, through difficulty and disadvantage that I am here still managing and living. And I hope that whatever you're going through, that your mind and your heart will work together and conversate with one another in order for you to be fully present and prosperous. This is self-care. Self-care is not getting your toenails done or your fingernails done or your hair done. That's not self-care. Self-care is being able to manage your emotions and to manage your thoughts and to manage your sense of being and navigate in the world in a steady way like a ship at sea. It doesn't matter how the waters move. You're able to navigate. So take care of yourself. Peace.